Welcome to Stories of Hope. This is a podcast by the Dream Center. Where you will hear from people who have stories that once seem hopeless. People whose stories of redemption and life transformation are so powerful, they can only be possible by the power of Jesus. Hey everybody, welcome back to Stories of Hope. My name is Brady, as always, here with Sarah. Hey guys. And today we're joined by Melissa Vess. She is um, on the leadership team here at the Dream Center, and she's our Director of Community Engagement. So Melissa, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. It's going to be fun. Um, I'd love to kind of just start with how you heard about the Dream Center and kind of how you got connected to begin with. Okay, great. Well, I've been friends with Chris Wilson, our Executive Director, over 25 years, mm-hmm. and uh, previously worked for her husband. And also friends with some of the boards. I've known about it from the beginning and always been in awe of the ministry. Uh, My previous job was in Christian higher education. Mm. So um, as a ministry itself, was so involved there with my volunteer work and employment were kind of the same place. Right, right, right. So never had a chance, but I always wanted to really get involved with a great dream center. So when I was contacted about this position, it was one of those things that I knew immediately it's mm. what God wanted me to do. Like right. no doubt if you've ever had that kind of a yeah, for clarity sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah. in your life. But anyway, so I know I'm where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, it's it's also you said that my first thought was it feels sometimes like the same way here as far as like work and volunteering. Yes. Being. But <laughs> it's also because I've been in roles to where I was in ministry but not doing as much outreach, mm-hmm. but it still felt like this like crazy kind of draining thing to where here it's very I, I rarely feel like I'm double dipping as oh, far as right. like, you know, so it's cool it's to just see so fulfilling and rewarding. Yeah. It's cool you, to see yeah. you come from already in ministry to where it felt like sometimes right, it could huh? be a ton to where it's like, yeah. And that was an awesome ministry. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, you don't have a lot of time to right. branch out into other yeah. ministries. <laughs> yes, exactly. Time. <laughs> Wanting to be involved in this kind of work Absolutely. and trying to mm-hmm. find time to do both doesn't always yes. work out. <laughs> so that's awesome. So your role with the dream center is one of our most vital and also you probably see more people than anybody else on staff (laughs) absolutely um so kind of kind of walk me through and walk everybody through kind of what your role looks like and what it is that you do day in and day Mm -hmm. out absolutely well attending community events and helping with our events but the primary thing i do is coordinating our volunteers yeah which is absolutely phenomenal. And I have to just stop and give a huge shout out to all our volunteers. Absolutely. I, mean, yeah. I think we have to have the best volunteers in the whole we should world. should give a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> our individual yeah. volunteers and yeah. you know, the ones that give a little, the ones that give a lot from yeah. the, uh, it just blows my mind how giving people are and how loving and how yeah. you see all the negativity on the news. But in reality, so many people care and give back right. and then the groups. As you guys know, yeah. our groups have just been phenomenal, and we wouldn't be able to carry out our with our limited staff size. Yeah, then we wouldn't be able to carry out everything we do here without all these volunteers. Right. So I'm so grateful for this role. Yeah, and I mean, even like the t- the timing of the episode we're recording today is because we had a group here this morning. That's right. And, like, <laughs> we had groups here. We'll have a group here tomorrow. Absolutely, multiple <laughs> groups here tomorrow. Like so, yeah. it's just and you know, this is my. I've been here for like two and a half years. And even just to see the growth in groups and how many people want to be involved or how many people are going to the stores, mm-hmm. just it's just crazy. It, it feels like we had a good amount, and now it's just like this overflow of we always have, it feels like, people here yes. in the building, helping with the village, helping with the building, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And it's just so cool mm-hmm. to be a part of and to see. And 
Uh, it's just, yeah. So it's awesome how many people God send in our way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and we I'm, desperately need. I'm, oh, yeah. Appreciate. And it's just cool to see. You know, we've talked about people at the stores serving who've met the Lord through the ministry right. and the testimony of the people at the stores. Just like it's just such a beautiful, a beautiful picture of of what we get to do here. Absolutely. So, and Melissa, I think I was hired right before you, like wow. right before you. <laughs> so, like I was only here for a couple months before you came on. I don't know what we did before you. Right. Wow. Like I, I, all the things you're doing. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know how we like <laughs> functioned. Yeah. And like Brady said, like the floodgates open. I think as soon as you got yeah. hired, Laura was like, "All right, y'all can take more." And then like <laughs> gave right. us an abundance more. We right. can handle it. Really yeah, cool. it was incredible. Really cool. So, <clears throat> obviously, with this being stories of hope. A big mm-hmm. part of what we like the desire for this podcast is just to hear testimony from whoever the guest is and mm-hmm. just to hear about what God has done in your life. So I'd love to kind of dive into wow. your your story as a whole and uh, just kind of hear about how you grew up, how you met the Lord, yeah. a lot of that stuff. Absolutely. Well, I was born into a Christian family, an awesome family. My parents were, uh, we were basically lived at church we were right. always very they were both very involved in yeah. roles in the church and we were there very often yeah. and um I, you know both christians and my dad would gather us every night for devotions mm-hmm. and prayer we went to christian school i went to christian school until 10th grade and then went to public school but had great experiences at right. both yeah. but uh, my then married a christian man his dad was a preacher mm-hmm. and uh his whole family his three sisters it became yeah. like my sisters and all a lot all of them involved in ministries so then <clears throat> our two sons just they're amazing um married great christian girls and now we have two grandbabies mm-hmm. we could stop right here and talk about them the rest right, of the time right. <laughs> if you guys want to yeah. i'm good with that <laughs> but anyway all that to say yeah. just such a fabulous a christian upbringing and then uh, when I was six years old, I have a clear memory of going down at church and accepting mm. Christ. And then I, I don't ever remember a time I haven't loved Jesus. Yeah. But I mean, I remember times where I've strayed away and done mm. things, you know, that I shouldn't have. And then, you know, those times when you, you feel like you came to pray or read your Bible right, when you right. get yeah. the conviction. And then, you know, then, but like a friend, you go to God yeah. and right. clear things up and ask forgiveness. And then it's all restored. Yeah. So that's basically been my Christian wall. Right. All of these years. I, I love, <clears throat> it's so simple, but like clear things up. It just made me so thankful and realize in the um, moment of like the actual friendship that we get to have with Jesus. It's oh. not this, for a long time, my like view of the Old Testament of like sacrificing mm-hmm. to get right and all these things. There's a process, there's a certain way. <clears throat> and now like because of what Jesus did on the cross, it's just a daily like that's a great way to put it clear things up absolutely. just go hang out with your friend talk to him absolutely let him know like i'm sorry mm-hmm. forgive me for what i've done and then he's just ready to keep moving forward absolutely it's already forgotten so it's just you said that it was such a cool way to think about just the day in day out relationship with jesus mm-hmm. i love that very cool so you talked about the times that you kind of strayed and walked away and kind of did your own thing for a while was there a time in your life where having hope was something that you struggled with something that um maybe you didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel or mm-hmm. you thought maybe all was kind of hopeless. Do you have like a time, a specific time like that? I have times like that in my life and um, most of them involve health type issues mm. throughout my life. So it's more of a case where things looked hopeless from that standpoint and it, 
it caused a you know fear anxiety yeah. you know, to creep in right i know um i had a health scare when my kids were little that caused a lot of anxiety my husband had a health scare our son uh when when he was 11 had a terrible bike accident mm. ended up in icu with a brain surgery and a son our other son um as a teen had a virus attacked his heart and was yeah. in the hospital Jeez. while our three of our four parents have passed in the last five years yeah and so we, my mom was bedridden for three years with my dad taking care of her and us helping. And so those type of, um, and then my in-laws too, yeah. both passed away. So we only have my dad left. So all of those type of experiences at first, you feel completely hopeless. Right. You feel mm-hmm. like, wow, this is hard. This is difficult. What are we going to do now? And then the fear and anxiety can creep in. But to just take the, cho- make the choice. Right. To yeah. choose faith, to make the choice that, uh, and, and then the people that come alongside you and help you with that choice, mm-hmm. but that you realize time and time again, you know, God never fails. This is not something that surprised him. Yeah. And to just uh, step back and choose, uh, but through lots of different ways of um, church, Bible study, you know, friends coming alongside. Right. And those are the type of things that really help me through all of those times and those struggles. And I think sometimes uh, maybe the enemy knows, you know, the people nearest and dearest to you, those mm-hmm. are the things that can cause you yeah. <laughs> the anxiety yeah, yeah. or the fear Absolutely. if something goes wrong. And right. then, but to choose faith anyway, yeah. I believe that's, um, that's been my walk mm-hmm. when the struggles have came up. Um, the, as you were talking, I'm a big chosen guy. I'm oh, sure I've mentioned this a thousand times. I love it. Love, <laughs> love the Chosen. But they portray little James in The Chosen yes. with a physical mm-hmm. like disability. And there's a scene in, I think it's season two. It might be season three. It's season three. To where Jesus starts healing people. And they have, him and little James have a moment where James is like, I'm watching you do all these things. Why aren't you? Like, you know me. You see me. Right. And Jesus is like, healing will come. But can you also imagine like what I'm going to be able to do through your life that you're following Mm me, trusting me, having faith in me amidst having this physical disability that I'm, that I haven't healed yet. So it's just this moment of like, not that God is orchestrating these things that are difficult in Mm -hmm. our lives, but his sovereignty and care over every situation. So that just popped in my head as you were, as you were talking about that. Because it's it's easy to, to get upset and to Mm -hmm. get, I mean, when I lost my grandfather uh, 10 years ago or so, it was a freak accident and it was just like, I was so mad at God for so long and finally had to have a moment of, of like, I've been here the whole time and I didn't, I'm not the one who caused this or whatever. Um, and it's just, yeah, that just, that was really encouraging for me. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing that. It was really encouraging. Thank you. Also, sorry, my voice keeps giving up. (laughs) So, um, okay, let me get my train of thought back here. Sorry for the editing, Mike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be great. Um, so through your role and through getting to see all these groups and all these different churches and backgrounds and businesses, and I mean, it's, I feel like the it's just all over the spectrum we have. Absolutely. Homeschool groups, public school groups, businesses, <laughs> churches, like it's everywhere. Um, what's been some of the like most exciting things, like some of the most hopeful things that you've either conversations you've had or experiences you've seen through all the people you get to come in contact with that's been just like super fun and amazing just to like thank the lord for right 
Well, you mentioned the spectrum of ages, but, you know, we have five-year-old Daisy Scout Troop right. coming to play with our kids all the way up to mm-hmm. a ladies' group, you know, senior group from a church and everything in between, students right. and ages and getting involved. But I guess with our groups and with our volunteers in general, the most amazing thing to me is the faith that it has built in me mm-hmm. with the amazing work that all the people do, but the way that God matches the need yeah. to wow. the volunteer Absolutely. and the group that comes has yeah. been stunning to me, really, that it, when there's a need, it's always filled. Right. And yes, we pray about what we need here, but to see how it's always filled and always filled with just the right person or just the right people, mm. that has truly blown me away. Some of the stories here, um, you know, when we have a need for a crisis intervention volunteer and God sends the absolute perfect person yeah. that used to be chief of nursing and right. on the mental health boarding thing you know that's just one yeah. example out of so many yeah. and uh i know the things that we need for our volunteer groups and for some of the miracles the life-changing huge miracles that we see yeah. here on a regular basis and people have heard them probably that follow our podcast and a lot of the mm-hmm. other podcasts but also the small miracles really yeah. through our groups through the way they help but through the every day when people walk into our office i know just a few of them since i've been here yeah uh i was at the front desk and a lady walks in with a mattress not knowing why she brought it right and then all of a sudden our chris our director walks in one of our <laughs> ladies that had just moved to the transitional village needed that very size of mattress yeah, same they day. had just called all the stores no one had one so those type of miracles and the lady that walks in with a case of the special kind of formula that one of our new babies needed yeah uh at that very time and all of those types of things and all the things that the br- the groups bring yeah. it truly is uh is so faith building to Man. me that um on a daily basis i yeah. mean that's not even <laughs> occasionally right <laughs> i love how multi-dimensional all of it is mm. so it not only yes. like helps us with our resources our workload yeah. or yeah. our clients or our residents but it also helps whoever the lord's using mm. so Absolutely. it's like so many different levels so it's like everyone's being affected by this one small little act which i think is just so cool it yeah. is so cool and I love the way you guys are doing the podcast with all the different ages, bringing mm. that back up, the different ages, people, yeah. different experiences, different backgrounds. It's really just been encouraging me to listen. That was one of my favorite things. Uh, earlier this fall, <clears throat> we got to have our Dream Big event and mm-hmm. like get to, getting to see, um, I think about like Dick Gordon being there and yes. Mark um, and Kim and just like all of the people that... Uh, and I know there's a ton of store volunteers that oh, were there as well. Chris, too, was I mean, there's so many yes. people yeah. that are involved. I don't see them as often, but right, just just, just the ones that we see here, um, just to just to feel they, especially those volunteers, give so much time already, mm. absolutely, and to see them come alongside even further and to like financially support and give up another night of their week for us, and yeah. it's just and a huge like just to honor you, like that's a huge testament to. Oh the amount of time that you're putting into the individual relationship with each volunteer. I know you spend a ton of time at the stores. You, you're intentional about going and meeting people there. Um, and I know that the store managers appreciate that as well. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just so cool to see how much intentionality you bring to just that as a whole and how much it actually matters to all right. the volunteers. Absolutely. So. I second that each oh, need that you. we have yeah. is a personal mission to you. Yeah, true. And I feel like no matter what area that we're lacking in or yeah. need some extra help in, you make that like 
your priority and whoever that area is affecting. I know they all like, deeply appreciate how much you care yeah. for them in that area. Yeah. I'm really honored to do it. And I'm honored to just pray about what that need is and watch how God answers. Yeah. It's amazing that we don't even think about now, is he going to answer? It's how is he going yeah. to answer? Yeah. Which stuns us every <laughs> time. Wow. Yeah. How exciting and how personal and how, right. mm-hmm. you know, he, he fits the need perfectly every time. Yeah, and it, it, it's changed from, like, if he answers to when, because yes, we've just seen it we time know. and time again. We know he is. Like, back Absolutely. to Dream Big, we just asked for all these right. cars for the ladies, and, mm-hmm. you know, we got one at Dream Big for sure, and we got another one earlier this week, right. but it's still, it's just like, we know they're going to come in. Absolutely. It's just a matter of when they end up showing up. Exactly. So it's really cool to see. It really is really so cool. cool. I'm just so thrilled to be a part of it. Yeah. What's been, what's been one of the, like, biggest things <clears throat> that you've learned about either nonprofit or ministry full-time as a whole in a different setting like what's been one of the biggest takeaways that you can think of since you got on staff that's like really i know you mentioned faith Mm -hmm. earlier um but is there like something just that you just think about all the time as far as like wow i didn't know that this was reality before stepping into the dream center i think i'd have to i'd have to go with faith over fear here Mm -hmm. because just Fear, it's easy to grip you and uh, and also to just choose love. Right. You know, when you know, when you're going forward, um, just to choose to do everything we do. Like right. we read first Corinthians thirteen before yes. our staff yeah. means, but to focus on that and choose that yeah. and to just uh, you know, be happy to be a part of that and to watch how God uses right. all of us. Yeah. In helping others and in serving and, and when the groups come to serve us and we, we, you know, we're trying to serve other people, but really it blesses us so much more than them, yeah. not just the help, right. but the, the faith that it builds in us. That's one of the things I just thought about this right now. This isn't something I've been sitting on, but I've, I've worked in or like been a part of nonprofits for what feels like forever at this point. Just, yeah, I'm not very old and I'm like <laughs> been in nonprofit for 10 years almost, which wow. is crazy. Um, but I've been a part of situations to where when groups come, it's like, oh, we get to breathe for a few minutes and like have the afternoon off almost to where here it feels like the complete opposite mm-hmm. of like you and Scott and Hunter and Dick and Mark, whoever's like on the team for a, for a serve day, like everybody's working just as hard as the groups are. And so I love getting to see our team immerse ourselves in with these groups instead mm-hmm. of just like, you, if you could rake those leaves and help put in sod <laughs> right. and we'll like... You know, be back here watching until it's done. That's right. It's cool to like be jump a part in. of jumping and be a yes. part of it. And so it, it's just, yeah, I'm just super thankful that that's mm-hmm. how we get to operate. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It is. But really just trust in the love of the father. Mm. He is, his love is so perfect, so pure. Right. And then, uh, you know, when I think about my own family, you know, when the things I mentioned, when my kids had health struggles, yeah. thankfully everybody came out okay from yeah. all those things. Praise God for that. But if I could have, uh, taken their place right oh i would have been so thrilled yeah if i had that opportunity to right. take their place in that pain to take the suffering and they could get up and walk mm. away so god's love is so much more infinite toward right. us and he took our place mm. for you know he took our place mm. and you know just as a parent to be able if i could have done that yeah. i think i understood the love of god then mm. a, more than um in any other time in my life yeah. that he took our place. He wanted to, he had the power to, right. I didn't have the power to do that, yeah. 
But it's just a beautiful, beautiful That's thing. good, Melissa. Oh, I got chills. Man, you make me cry. Uh, <laughs> I see the tears, Brady. <laughs> yeah. Almost got me. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Brady. No, no, it's good. I'm thankful. I'm those yeah, that hearing that's been one of the most encouraging things is I feel like I've had that conversation a lot, even just last year with parents of the like realization. I've got guy friends who have like had kids for the first time and so they're understanding fatherhood for the first time so when they has they relate to their relationship with god and him being like almighty father like they're starting to realize just like you just said when their kids get hurt or something happens if i had the power to take that from my kid and so it just helps it helps people realize the character of god absolutely and the realness of him like being father for us yeah so you can trust you can trust him yeah because there's a, there's a big difference in knowing something that you read about and then knowing something because you lived it. Gosh. And, you you know, knowing it because it filled your heart with faith. The last time he came through and led me this way, and next time he'll do the same. Jeez. And I believe that the Dream Center yeah. is truly about that because we see the miracles. We see the love. We see the focus. And we're just standing back yeah, and, and watching what's going. God's going to do next. Jeez. truly and the team he's brought together yeah to yeah. um do the work of the lord yeah is uh it's just a beautiful beautiful thing man um, man i think of it like the only reason that we can have a choice to love the father mm-hmm. is to have the equal choice not to love the father mm-hmm. um and so it's in that choice right we get to experience like the lord chose us and it's mm-hmm. like that right. mutual relationship of willingness and mm-hmm. sacrifice yeah. um, and i think it's just really beautiful and i think everything that you're it talking is. about just yeah points that so perfectly mm-hmm. yeah. all right so as we wrap up this episode i would just love to give you the opportunity to share anything with anybody listening just to kind of keep the stories of hope thing just to give some hope here at the end of the episode so do you have anything that you want to share absolutely thank you brady um, i just want to say my entire testimony is to praise god with all of my heart yeah. for saving a sinner like me mm-hmm. um Really, all my vanity, materialism, legalism, selfishness, anything in my life that he just took my regrets and my sins and washed it in the blood of Jesus. Mm. And I know we've had some conversations, Sarah and you. Yeah. um, You know, being at the Dream Center, the testimonies are dramatic and Mm. phenomenal and (laughs) (laughs) life-changing. Kind of like Paul in the Bible, you know, really. And I don't have that story, um, you know, those huge type of things but every sin is equal sin to god right right and it's an amazing story of redemption yes and it's not a boring story Mm-mm. and, uh, and uh, i just want to really praise god and thank god yes and especially um this being stories of hope mm. i just realized too even more so with my time here at the dream center yeah. there are no hopeless situations right mm-hmm. yeah jesus uh, through the blood of jesus there really aren't there's yeah. very challenging difficult seemingly impossible situations right but no hopeless situations yeah. so i just wanted to say to people if you have anyone in your life we you feel it's hopeless and mm. you know you don't know where to turn you know just don't give up on them pray for them connect them with a the dream center if we can't help them and get them to some right. place that can mm-hmm. or some, somebody that can but just not to give up and there's no hopeless situations yeah but i'm just grateful to god i'm grateful mm. to all of you i'm grateful for this podcast <laughs> helping me develop my testimony where mm. i say brady sarah why 
I don't have an exciting story like yeah, the right. others. You know, a lot of the others do That's that so I'm good. so enthralled by their testimonies and yeah. on the edge of my seat. But then I realized I think God truly used this podcast to mm. show me that. That's my story too. Man, I love the that. Grace of God. That's so Gosh, good. Beautiful, Melissa. Thank you for thank you for being vulnerable and real and like just I mean allowing the the Lord to use your story and this like you said like it's just so. Um, not that this podcast hasn't touched everybody and it hasn't made an impact on everybody, but like seeing the fruit through your story and through filming this with you, like it's just so encouraging for me to see like that this just sitting down in a room with a microphone and headphones on. And getting to have conversation around what the Lord is doing, what he has done, what he's going to do. Um, like I'm hold, literally holding back tears right now too. So uh, <laughs> got me good. So uh, well, I appreciate j- your patience and what you guys have taught me through this and, yeah. and encouraging me. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Well, you did a great job. So thank you for listening you. to the Lord and, and letting us do this. So, and thank you for being on the episode. I'm glad Absolutely. that, <laughs> glad that you're here and it was a great time. Yeah, for sure. Just thank you for everything you shared. So absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, of course. Well, thank you for being on, uh, listening this week, and we'll see you on the next episode of the podcast.